everybody welcome back to the podcast we are still in spooky season today uh we're gonna sidetrack the episode first because casey just had a a concert experience we need to talk about but uh we're gonna be getting into some like creepy pasta stuff um so that's on the agenda for today so casey you did two concerts back to back how was it how were they how was all that driving it was a lot. Um, I keep in mind I am 27. I'm pushing, pushing 30 here. Um, <laughs> so it was a, it was a lot for my my old old body, but it was so much fun. Um, so I went to see Avenged Sevenfold, which if you've listened to previous episodes, is one of my favorite bands, and they played in Phoenix, which is about like three hours from my house. And then my set, my other favorite band, Bad Omens, was playing in Vegas the next day. Of like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and that is like a four and a half hour drive, almost five hour drive from Phoenix to Vegas. Oh my gosh. And then I drove home from Vegas, which is another like hour and 45 it's minutes. So much driving. It was so much driving and so much standing and so much walking and yelling but it was a blast. I I also went to a concert like the week before. Yeah. Like last week. So like I've just had a like a lot of concerting. Yeah. In the they're last always, the emotions right. They're always back to back. It's like you can't like a couple summers ago, I felt like I was going to a concert every weekend because they are yeah. all like up oh, summer concerts and I'm like could we have a and they break? all tour at the same time <laughs> yeah and it's like all of the bands that i like are like going on tour so exactly. of course i'm gonna go see them but it was so much fun i was pretty close for the bad omens concert the event sevenfold concert listen i might as well have been in the parking lot <laughs> because i got there i got there so late i almost missed the opener i wanted to see um, um yeah i it was a uh, an experience for sure, but yeah, I might as well have been in the parking lot with how far back I was. I w- I got like lawn tickets because like they were still pretty expensive when I bought them. Yeah, but I was at the very back of the lawn, so um, but it was still <laughs> fun. I mean, I still had a great time. Yeah, um, even though they looked really tiny. <laughs> yeah, but you were they were there live. You guys like were in the same breathing the same air. Yeah, we were in, in the, the same, same vicinity. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, you were there, I was there, we were there. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> and you still get to tell people, I was there. Like, it's not, it doesn't matter where you sit, you are all there. Yeah. And you know what? Like, and when I say, like, expensive, like, my tickets were, like, $100. P- I know people pay a bunch of money yeah. for, like, what, like, Taylor Swift oh my to gosh. get crappy seats, like, yeah. way more than I paid. So, like, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, well, even, like, I was looking at, because one of my favorite bands, Fall Out Boy, is going on tour, mm-hmm. and they're actually going to be in the LA area, like, the month, I think it's the month before my birthday, but for one, their concert's on a Monday, and Monday is the one day at uh. work that I... I just shouldn't take off. It's our busiest day. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at the nosebleed seats because that's where I always start. I don't give my hope ups for anything else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even then, those are like 80 something dollars for the nosebleeds. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, maybe I'll go like 
the right below the nosebleeds, you know? Like, it's still far, but it's closer. The view's a bit better. And they, like, immediately double in price. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm like, I, I if it was just, I mean, I guess I could go by myself, but most of the time I'll end up taking my mom with me or a friend who wants mm-hmm. to go. So I'm like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of money. And I just spent a lot of money on horror night tickets and a lot of money on supernatural conventions because now i'm going to two instead of one so it might be one of those concerts that i'll see if anybody like all of a sudden can't make it the day of or the day before and they're trying to sell their tickets and just get rid of them yeah and then i'll just go well and you could always especially like if they're not sold out like you could always look because that's what i did i see the thing is is like i bought my tickets so long ago yeah and then the other day, because I know, like, especially if a sol- like a show isn't sold out, mm-hmm. they'll have, like, upgraded, t- like, seats for yeah. super cheap. Yeah. And I looked on, like, I think StubHub. And, like, the lawn seats for, like, events were, like, $30. And I was like, I could have just waited. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's fine. I just could not imagine spending, like, so, like, unless you're going to, like, a festival. So there's a festival coming up that I want to go to. It's Ooh. called Sick New World. And the tickets for that are like four hundred dollars, but like that's an entire festival. Like, but it's I just a weekend, can't right? Spending. No, well, that one's only one day, which oh. I think is kind of weird. How many bands um, are? But playing, there's though? like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of bands. Yeah. Playing. Um, so like that I can like see, but like for one band spending like over a hundred dollars, I just don't think I could like see. Imagine. Yeah, doing. I think my cap for most bands is like. Maybe like 200 200 because you by the time you get all the fees and stuff like that it's really yeah. annoying but like ugh, I, like over 200 dollars. i'm like i don't even want to pay that for a plane ticket to go somewhere yeah exactly <laughs> and i'm like I, I don't like some people spend like uh but like oh my god they the amount thousands. of money people spend yeah I'm and then like, you still have to pay for parking that- Parking, snacks. you want to get merchandise. Yeah, you want to get oh my like God, merch, the merch. Or snacks. Merch is so and freaking expensive. Is, yeah, everything's expensive. Yeah. Um, like it's crazy. And yeah, and I ended up not like I parked like in a parking ride near like the venue mm-hmm. to, uh, for Avenged because I was like, listen, I'm not trying to deal with venue parking. Oh no. And I'm not paying for parking mm. um because that's expensive. Yeah. Um like I just had to pay for a hotel that I didn't really want to pay for either. Yeah. But I got to sleep somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, um, we... yeah, concerts are very expensive. So mm-hmm. it, like the whole thing is like super expensive. So like I cannot justify spending more than $200. So like I was satisfied with my lawn seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when I went to see Big Time Rush when they first started the not the tour that they are currently on but their first their first tour back and I'm a big t- I'm a big big time rush fan and then my two friends in Oklahoma are also really big time rush fans and we like constantly bond over that fact so I was like I'll get them a t-shirt because both their birthdays had just passed and I'm like uh I'll get them a t-shirt and I'll say I was just waiting to give them a t-shirt and each t-shirt was like $50 and I'm like oh that hurts so much insane and then i was telling my friend tammy about it and she jokingly said well it's not like they're 50 dollar t-shirts and i'm like but they were 50 (laughs) dollars 
<laughs> t-shirts. Yeah. They were. So expensive. Is it one of my favorite t-shirts that I own? Yes. Am I happy that I gave them the t-shirts? Yes. But, oh, it hurts the wallet so much. Yes. But, yeah. It was it was a good time. I, listen, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to manifest this out to anybody listening our 11 listeners i'm just kidding um (laughs) our one uh, listener robin our one listener yeah and jamie shout out jamie the other jamie yeah not this jamie Jamie. there's two jamies in casey's life and yes she does text the wrong one constantly i forget listen (laughs) even though one like my other friend Jamie, her last name is in her contacts and yours isn't. And you have an iPhone and she doesn't. That's like the biggest thing is like when I open her messages, it's freaking green. And I still text the wrong one all the time. I don't know. My favorite instance of this is <laughs> when I'm out of nowhere. I just get an outside bitch text, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I, like, I was at home, so I looked immediately, just like looked out my window. I was like, "What?" And then, like, a couple minutes later, Casey's like, "Oh, wrong, Jamie, sorry." Because <laughs> I was like, "Why isn't she replying or like coming to the door?" And I looked, and I was like, "Oh, because I sent it to the wrong one. She's probably so confused. Like, what? What do you mean?" Keep in mind, I also live in a different state, so like, it would be just really weird if I was just like randomly outside, bitch. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I just, it's, yeah, I just don't pay attention. No. But, <laughs> really. anyways, back to your well wishes for the podcast. <laughs> yes. If you have been wanting to go to a concert, do it. This is your sign to do it. Even if you go by yourself, just, you should just do it. I bought tickets to see Motionless and White like last minute, and I went by myself and I had a blast. It was so fun. I don't regret going, so you should do it. Also, I don't remember what else I was going to say. I don't know, but 100%, Anyways. I'm going to piggyback on that, though. 100%, if there's a concert that you've been wanting to see and you can't find anybody to go with you and there's some really good cheap tickets available, go. Just go. Yeah. Don't wait for anybody else. Just go. Trust me, it's worth it. I did that with One Republic, yes. and they literally opened with my favorite song in the universe. So if I had said, ah, you know what? No, it's fine. I'm not going to go. I would have missed that. And I would have missed that mm-hmm. whole experience. So go. Just mm-hmm. do it. Yes, this is your sign. Go do it. Um, Yeah. So that's the concerts. What was this podcast about? <laughs> we're going to talk about creepy creepypasta stuff. So now we're going to start spooky oh. season. So it's a spooky yes. portion of the podcast. Yes. So we had to talk about concert experiences um, yes. before we talked. To- <laughs> we were chatting before we started recording the podcast and I was I asked her how it was because I wanted to know. And then I was like, wait, wait, we got to use it for the podcast. <laughs> we have to record this. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So creepypasta is yes. a thing. Yes. I was creepy. trying to think because creepypasta was a very like big thing for me in like junior high high school 
era. Um, because mm-hmm. it was just it was just how things got around. Somebody had internet access, and then for whatever reason, looked up these things and did all of these things. Um, and I was trying to think like what creepy pastas that I know. So I went to the most trusted source I could find, which is Wikipedia. Reddit. Oh. <laughs> no, Wikipedia, the original trusted the, source. Well, yeah, I guess Reddit would be the second most trusted source. Yeah. Um, mainly because Wikipedia was the first thing that popped up and I went, great. Um, and I was, Perfect. <laughs> I was scrolling through, this says list of creepypastas. I think I also had the um, like most famous ones, but a new Slender Man started mm-hmm. out as a creepypasta. Yes. Super famous one. Um, and is a lot I've realized looking through this list a lot of them have become like little indie video games which is cool yeah I know a lot of they like a lot of people will turn like creepypastas into video games like I think Slender Man's like a video game too yes it is and so is there's one called The Back Rooms and I was looking Ooh, at yeah. this on Wikipedia, and it has a picture of, it says, a typical depiction of the back room's digital render. And I'm like, wow, why does this room look particularly familiar? And that's because Jacksepticeye just played through the back rooms, the video game <laughs> the on rooms. his channel. And I was like, ah! I think the back rooms is one of my favorite, like, my most favorite creepypastas, because genuinely like sometimes i'll like read stuff about like the back rooms yeah and it like makes my brain explode and like i just can't i don't know it's like when i think about the universe like my brain just like explodes but the back rooms <laughs> is like one of my favorite um creepy. one of my favorite creepy pastas because it's it's crazy if you read about it it's crazy and we will we will get to that but i wanted to bring up too that i had heard about but i didn't realize it was an official creepypasta and the one which um i'm sorry to all of my 90s and early 2000s babies i'm gonna ruin your childhood because somebody else ruined my childhood with this and it's the rugrats theory oh do you remember that yes and it was basically i've heard yeah Mm -hmm. no go ahead what have you heard? Um, I've heard, like, well, I've heard a couple different ones, because mm-hmm. um, I've heard, like, a couple different stories about, like, different cartoons, but yes. um, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's supposed to be where, it's supposed to, like, the Rugrats is supposed to be all in Angelica's head. She's, like, some, mm-hmm. I don't know, she's, like, in a coma or something like that, and so all of, like, the babies are in her, like, in her head, they don't exist, and... There's like behind each child and adult, I think like s- people have died and people have like mm-hmm. one of them has depression and um, I can hear our critic in the background coming to say. Yeah, I told you she was eyeballing me earlier. <laughs> she was eyeballing me sitting at my desk waiting and just waiting to for us to hit record. <sighs> but um yeah, it really, I remember when this, I don't even remember who told me any of this information about the Rugrats theory, but it was definitely before I was frequently on the internet, and I remember just people telling me all this information, and I was like, you've ruined everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. thanks the, for that. Yeah, so 
up here. I have the the creepy pasta wiki pulled up, and it, it says the Rugrats were really a figment of Angelica's demonic and unimaginable imagination. Chucky died in 1986 oh. along with his mom. That's why Chaz is nervous wreck all the time. Tommy was born in 1988, but he was a stillborn. That's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys for the son who never had a chance to live. Uh, the oh De- my God. <laughs> yeah. The DeVilles, which are Phil and Lil, had an abortion in 1990, and Angelica couldn't figure out whether it'd be a boy or a girl, thus the twins. And, uh, like, just, I remember just that information. I don't know where it came from. I don't know who said it. And I'm like, thank you for ruining yeah, for that ruining the one of my favorite cartoons in the universe with that um and then i think where'd it go yeah apparently and then it says because it started talking about because uh, regrets had the all grown up when they were teenagers and mm-hmm. um it's still about angelica because it's still on her head um she at the ripe age of 13 was addicted to various narcotics and she had schizophrenia and all of these and then the reason all grown-ups was canceled was because she overdosed and died and i'm like wow oh okay wow (laughs) and uh, yeah yeah what an ending to that (laughs) i know and i'm just like wow like i mean it's all kinds of jacked up in here but i when i was looking but like it's crazy because like if you if you like if you like go and watch the Rugrats, like it makes sense. It would make sense, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like somebody really was like, this actually does make sense. Yeah, and it's just like this weird, twisted, convoluted story, and you're like, oh my god. And then you, of course, you find out eventually that none of it's true, and you're like, yeah. But why does it fit so good? <laughs> yeah, but it feels true. So yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. So that one was crazy. Um, I think there was another, I don't have that one pulled up, but I thought there was like a Squidward related one for Spongebob. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I thought it was about him unaliving himself. I'm trying to think what it oh, was. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be, so I have it pulled up now. It was supposed to be like this dude was working as an intern for the Nickelodeon Studios and they like preview the episodes before they you know put it out and whatever and sometimes they do like joke episodes so people thought it was a joke but apparently it was just like squidward uh unaliving himself multiple times and it scared the cast and crew that was viewing the episode and i'm like that's so weird it's so weird oh my god (laughs) oh and it just stuff like that creeps me out creepy i mean i guess that's why it's called creepy pasta isn't it um Um, i mean yes i'm like that (laughs) and then another one which i've seen played as a video game and i didn't realize it was a creepy pasta was sonic.exe and Mm, i don't think i've heard that one i remember when because dan and phil on dan and phil games played through it and i was just like what the heck is this? It's basically when you play through the actual game. Like, somebody actually recreated it as a game. Uh, and it plays just like an actual Sonic game. And uh, I can't remember. I think everybody's supposed to be, like, dead. Or they they 
die as you progress. So you're always playing somebody different, but then they're dead. And I'm just like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. Also, can we just take a minute to note that my cat came over to me, screamed at me, and then just passed out. (laughs) She's like, I've said my piece. She's like, good night. I'm that was exhausting. <laughs> it's hard being famous. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard carrying the whole podcast on her back. I know. What is she going to do when you come out here and we film an episode here without her? I know. She's going <laughs> to, those ratings are going to go way down. People just come for the cat. For the overview for Sonic.exe, it says skirting similar territory to the infamous Ben Drowned creepypasta, which I've never heard of. Sonic.exe is a creepypasta story based around a haunted computer game. Switching focus from Nintendo to Sega, the story concerns a version of the classic game Sonic the Hedgehog that the narrator picks up as a .exe file for the PC. Soon after beginning of the game, however, the player begins to experience strange phenomena and realizes that this game is very different from anything he has played before. And I remember when Dan and Phil played through this, like, they played through in one level, you start as Sonic, and you play through that level, but then at the end of it, I believe you die. Sonic dies. And then it, like, it does the whole, like, you know, flashing scary images of creepy Sonic on the screen and whatever. And then you start the new level, and now you're Tails. And then you play through as Tails, and then he dies. And then, you know, scary images and stuff like that. It was just really random and weird. And I honestly thought it was just something floating around the internet. I didn't realize it started as a creepypasta. (laughs) I feel like, is creepypasta just the origin of everything at this point honestly yeah yeah everything comes from creepypasta (laughs) yeah (sighs) and then of course the classic slender man yes which i feel like if you don't know slender man get out of the rock you've been living under for the last i don't know decades Mm -hmm. yes and i believe slender man was made into a movie wasn't it and I, I thought so. somebody had died concerning it or something. I don't remember. I know that there was like a, um, like a, uh, there was like a, a I don't dead, know, oh, I don't know what, what words I can say on the podcast, but there was like a, um, uh, a murder uh-huh. that had something to do with Slender Man. Like these girls thought Slender Man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, don't listen to me. I don't, I listen You're- to a lot of true crime, but I don't. My brain doesn't retain information very well. It says on May 31st, 2014 in Waukesha, Wisconsin. I don't, it's W-A-U-K-E-S-H-A. I don't know how to say it. Um, Two 12-year-old girls lured their friend into the forest and stabbed her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. To appease Slenderman. Slenderman. Yes. Like. So. That's yes. Don't let your children uh, that are young unsupervised on the internet, please. That, or at least teach them what's fake and what's real. Like I, I don't know why yeah. anybody. I mean, I guess it's probably because the same people think Bigfoot is real. Slenderman must be real, right? But Bigfoot lives in a forest, minding his business. Slenderman, on the other hand, ain't minding his business. He minding other people's business. So he no. No, no. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, so Slenderman was the OG creepypasta, and uh, the game is terrifying. I've actually never played the mm-hmm. game, but I have watched a lot of people play the game, and it's scary just from watching it. So, yes. uh, mm, um, let's see. This has the whole story on here. Oh my gosh. Creepypasta has so many ads on their website. The freaking thing keeps changing. And I'm like, stop. So basically, um, it says that the guy who created Slenderman, his name is Eric Nudson. I'm going to assume is how you say his last name. We're just going to call him Eric. Uh, He basically, oh my gosh, ads, stop. He basically entered a digital photography competition of, like, you know, photoshopping weird things. And he basically just photoshopped Slenderman. And um, that's how and, it became And then it crazy. just, yeah. It just escalated from there. Yeah. And I guess with the that's image... the power of the internet. Yeah, with the image, he provided... Small snippets of out of context text, um, which was supposed to be, I guess, like witness accounts and stuff like that, and that's the the origin of Slenderman, a very wow. creepily photoshopped dude with some creepy fan fiction written with it, and uh, the internet took off, and that is now forever ingrained in. <laughs> Is that ingrained? Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. Ingrained in people's brains forever. Yep. And ever. Slenderman mm-hmm. will forever be a part of the internet culture. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry. They have the whole. The whole kit and caboodle? Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Is that what, is that what them them kids say? <laughs> I don't know about them kids, but that's definitely what I say. <laughs> Um, cause like they have, I don't know. It just says Slenderman creepypasta story. I don't know if it's the original original story or not. Um, and then it's accompanied by some photographs. The first one is like a group of teens that look like they were probably hit with a tsunami because they're all they all oh, look no. like they're wet and they all look devastated although the child in the front looks like he's super angry about whoever's taking the picture um but slendy's just in the background he looks like he's having Slendy's a great time chilling. yeah he's just like hello he's like photo bomb yeah that's exactly what it looks like and then it's like is the second one is a picture of this little girl climbing up one of those metal slides that'll burn the back of your legs off during the summer and I'm like, that doesn't look like a Slenderman, but you look slightly to the left and he's there in the shadow with all the other children in the shadow. And I'm like, that's not creepy or anything to have this very tall man with all these tiny little children. And then <laughs> like just hanging out. Yeah. The last one is the very classic one of I think this is part of the movie or something. It's just Slendy holding the hands of a little girl and it's just the two of them in a creepy forest creepy yeah um my favorite thing with Slenderman though that has come out of it is the because the internet takes things very far until they're just silly and 
there is a SpongeBob version of Slenderman <laughs> where you play as SpongeBob and Slender is Patrick. <laughs> so, oh my god. It's hilarious because when you're like traveling around, you just hear wee woo. Wee woo. <laughs> and you're like, ah! and then he gets closer. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Oh my god, now I want to play that game. And it's just like a T-posing Patrick Star coming for you. You're like, oh, it's terrifying. And then and I love like those like indie games like that because they're so bad. They're so they're bad, so they're so good. Um and then uh, another one is they have the Shrek Slen- Slenderman version. <laughs> and again, Shrek is t- Shrek is Slenderman, so he just got a T-posing Shrek coming after you. I don't even remember honestly playing as but yeah but it's so funny because like as he gets closer it's a slowed down version of all-star so it's like really slow and as he gets closer it gets louder it doesn't get faster but it gets louder so (laughs) and then when you die i don't know who the voice actor is but it was just like a scottish man basically saying all of shrek's lines but not even he just tells you now you're a rock star in a scottish accent (laughs) as he kills you (laughs) like oh my gosh terrifying that sounds like a nightmare yeah and then when i thought you couldn't like do more slender there's a christmas slendy where um santa yeah festive santa is slender man oh my god we should play that for our christmas (laughs) for christmas (laughs) (laughs) and it's just again i don't know why everybody's like t posing it must be just like the default like pose for things like this but which is honestly like t posing is scary like if somebody is t posing at me like coming towards me just t posing like screaming I would be terrified. I would call the police, first of all. <laughs> like, get away from me. Um, like, the SWAT team, please. Like, please send this guy to some psychiatric help. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so it's just Santa, like, T-posing at you, like, coming to get you. And, like, yeah, <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying, but also the best. I still think the SpongeBob one is my favorite. You just, Patrick's just wee wooing at you, and you're like, oh my God, this is terrifying. (laughs) Terrifying. So bad. Um, Oh, we were talking about the back rooms. I wanted to look that up real quick. The back rooms. I always see things that say, like, that spirit Halloween stores have back (gasps) rooms. Yeah. Because, like, they always put spirit Halloweens in, like, really big, like, places that, like, used to be, like, in malls and shit. Yeah. And um, so people say, like, behind the spirit Halloween stores, like, the back rooms. Oh, that would make a lot of sense. That's what I've heard. The, it's called, the original one's called The Horrors of the Back Rooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I clicked on an ad. I didn't mean to do that. Um. Oh, okay. So it seems like the first story is supposed to be off the back of this kid named Alex's house. Uh, it says, huh. I'm 15 years old and I've been trying to convince my parents there's something seriously wrong with our house. Interesting. Um, Spooky. 
Oh, it's supposed to be in the basement. That's why you don't go in the basement. Don't go in basements. Yeah. Don't don't have a house with a basement. What are you trying to do? Die? I've seen enough scary movies. <laughs> don't go into basements or caves. Like nothing good ever happens to them. Oh, and then apparently uh, he he tried telling his parents and they didn't believe him. Surprise, surprise. Because um, parents never believe anybody. And then it says uh, his parents got him a camcorder for his birthday. And we all know that camcorders and scary situations don't. No. Oh, they go hand in no, hand. No, don't do that. That that guarantees you. Don't do that. A scary movie. Yeah. Again, have we not seen enough scary movies in our lifetime to know not to do that? Oh my gosh, there's so much detail in the story. I like our basement itself wasn't something to write home about. I would hope not. It's a basement. Yeah, right. Like, what? What's so special about <laughs> your basement? Call me crazy, because in a minute, I'm sure you're going to be asking what could be so wrong with a simple wall. Oh, whoever this child is, genius. <laughs> okay, so apparently there's a wall in his basement that is darker than the rest of the walls, and I guess it flickers like a light bulb. Ooh, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and his parents don't believe no. him? Well, can they just go down there? I don't know. They're like, no, we're not going down in that basement, you weirdo. Who goes in the basement? It's creepy down there. Yeah. His face. I had come down to look at it before, and I thought the out-of-the-ordinary phenomena would end there until I got the balls to touch it. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> but then he touched it, and then he sunk into the He bathroom. didn't actually even touch it. He shoved a broomstick through it, and instead of, you know, like, the broom hitting the wall and breaking something, it just went through the wall. Into the back rooms. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, my broomstick went through a solid concrete wall. I even walked forward with it in my hands at the time, and it continued going deeper into the wall, feeling no obstacles or objects stopping it. Honestly, the back rooms, I feel like, is one of... I mean, I, watch, I like, listen to and watch a lot of, like, ghost stories and, like, cryptids and stuff like that and, like, believe what you want. Listen, I'm not saying the back rooms are real but i could see them being being i feel like out of a lot of creepypastas that would be the most likely i feel like that's a very aliens kind of thing to do as well you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah he basically he walks through it and he he sees the back rooms there's like one like distinct picture i feel like everybody we should when when we post this episode we should post pictures of like it's like the the, like yellow walls like yeah, I know which I know which one you're talking about. At least I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's like the yellow walls, and it kind of looks like um, it kind of looks like maybe like an like a weird like apartment it, like, building or like office yeah, or something. Apartment, yeah, like office, like kind of like a hybrid of the two. But like I feel like when you think of the back rooms, like you think of this, and this is like what people say like is behind like the spirit stores, like because it obviously like spirit stores don't take up the whole entire thing yeah i think this is what customers think are in the back of my store when they go can you look in the back room i don't have no back room like this mine is literally like a little box they're like uh like can yeah, you look in the um, back like ma'am there is no back room back there i cannot go look in the back 
I, I literally typed in the back room's creepypasta to make sure that I was looking at the correct image, and I am. It's that weird, like, fluorescent lighting, guess, tiled yeah. ceiling, weird, like, hotel-esque wallpaper. I feel like grandma. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's, like, been there for 3,000 years. But I, I scrolled down a little too far, and somebody had put the little Minecraft character <laughs> photoshopped in the middle <laughs> of the room, and I'm just like, What? <laughs> He just looks so cute and very confused as to why he's there. He's like, um, he's like, this isn't Minecraft. Okay, okay what else? Creepy pastas, creepy things. What's your favorite creepy pasta? Is it the back rooms? I'm trying to think. Let's see. Yeah, probably. Let me look. Let's see. Let's see some of the famous ones. You know what I? Love, I don't, it's not like a creepy pasta, um, but I just saw, um, something that reminded me of it. The like, because, oh, you know how, like, well, we just had our Disneyland episode. I don't know how long we're going to make this episode. It's but, literally right after. Like, all of the, like, <laughs> like, all of the, um, like, creepy stuff. About like, Disney? The ghosts and, like, the paranormal. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. And, like, people, like, dying on rides or dying inside of things. Yeah. Well, I read this thing. I listened to this. Um, I think it was a podcast I listened to that said that they're, they don't, like, if somebody dies at Disney, like, I don't know if this is true. Oh, like, you can't die um, on Disney soil. They will take you. You can't die on, like, Disney property. Yeah. yeah they, like, will take you and off then and, like, pronounce you dead off of Disney yeah. property. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck? Like, I saw, like, I listened to one where this guy had, like, a heart attack, and they, like, kept doing CPR until they were, like, off of- The property. Like, and he was, like, dead. Yeah. yeah until they were, like, off the property, and then they, like, pronounced him dead, and I'm like, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, they will not pronounce you dead on Disneyland property. You will die right outside yeah. Disneyland. You are not allowed <laughs> to die at Disneyland. That is an absolute no-no. I feel like- um, But I've also seen one that was, like- um that there was well now it's guardians of the galaxy but it when it used to be tower of yeah. terror that there was a ghost that sits on the top of tower of terror like on the outside oh. um, I saw a thing like multiple people said that yeah mm -hmm. i don't know how true it is but oh my gosh there was one and it was about i've heard this uh, the somebody dying not on property i thought there was somebody like died on the matterhorn or something or i didn't somebody die on like the Big Thunder? Or maybe that's what it was. Apparently, somebody there is an infamous death of somebody dying on the Matterhorn. Apparently, <laughs> like, it was in 1988. Oh, maybe that was like not a rule back then. Yeah, it know. says 1988. Yeah, damn. so this is from the Los Angeles Times. It says Disneyland ride victims family settle. Woman died in Matterhorn accident. Trial was ready to begin. And it says the family of the woman who died when she fell from her seat on Disneyland's Matterhorn ride and was struck by an oncoming car agreed to a settlement. Fell out of her seat? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what kind of safety measures the Matterhorn had back in the day because I wasn't alive back then. Um, so so it says, according to the court papers, the family had planned to introduce photographs of the victim and the bloody accident site in the <gasps> trial. Oh my and God. Had sought permission from the judge to inspect the Matterhorn cars for safety defects. 
In legal filings, the Youngs, which is the the family of the girl that died, had argued that Disneyland was negligent in the 48-year-old woman's death because its employees had failed to ensure that her seatbelt was properly fastened. Regina Young's seatbelt was found to be unfastened after the accident. And then it says that Dang. after that, the park had changed the type of seatbelts employed on the ride. He said the change had nothing to do with the case, but was prompted because the previous supplier of seatbelts had gone out of business. Hmm. Interesting. That is, that would be, imagine being at Disneyland that day. That would be horrible. Or, like, being on the ride. Or, like, even, like... Just imagine, being at the park. Because, like, I'm sure they didn't... Yeah, like, I'm sure that the employees didn't know until, like, the freaking like, car went back up to, like, let everybody out. Imagine, like, seeing all the people, like... wait. Imagine waiting in line and just seeing, like, a bloody freaking car coming back. I wonder, oh my like... God, be so because scared. you know how the Matterhorn's, like, kind of half inside, half outside? I yeah. wonder if she mm-hmm. was struck by another car... So I wonder if she fell like over the edge and onto the track oh, below yeah. or if she because I don't you can't really fall like out from behind. You'd have to fall out no, the side. Really. So she would have had to fall out somewhere at the top and then fell and hit one of the tracks below. Then- but I wonder if it was inside or if it was outside. Because if it was outside, yeah, if you're a bystander hmm. just looking at it going, oh, look at the people riding the Matterhorn, and then this lady falls out, you're like, oh, God. scarred for life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Terrifying. Oh, <laughs> Flash thinks so as well. She's in the other room. <laughs> She's like in the other side of the house, too. She's so loud. So, apparently, this is a different, uh, this is SF Gate. So I don't know how true it is, but this mentions two deaths of on the Matterhorn, but they were 20 years apart. Oh, God, she's coming. Back. <laughs> she, she's coming to comment. Just see her walking this way. Yeah. Um, it says, oh, <laughs> I just saw her like running towards me. Oh, my she God. She has a lot to say about Disney deaths. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it says the first death occurred in May of 1964, five years after the Matterhorn opened. And My God, it's so weird. <laughs> She's staring at says me. says it now. was approaching midnight when 15-year-old Mark Maples of Long Beach got in line at the Matterhorn with two teenage classmates. Maples was savoring freedom. Murmur, murmur, blah, 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 blah. Um, it says Maple sat in the middle seat and it was dark, so the other boys couldn't see what transpired. The bobsled was beginning its descent down the mountain when one boy told the press Maples bumped into him. There was no way to tell. Ow. <laughs> she bothering you? She just bit me. <laughs> she just reached up here and bit me. What the heck? Oh my god. Continue. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, it says. That's <laughs> rude. Uh, so his friend said, "I was looking up, heard a noise, looked down, recognized Mark's sweater as he was falling out the side." Uh, oh my god! Yeah. It says Disneyland officials speculated Maples unbuckled his seatbelt and stood up on the ride, apparently striking his head on the side of the concrete mountain and falling vertically about one foot, landing beside the track of the sled. That's why you don't do that. 
Ooh, it says Maples' father told the press the next day the ride operators didn't believe the boys when they said their companion had fallen out. It was not until two girls who were in the car behind them verified the story before the ride was shut down. Oh my god. You just don't believe them? Like, their friend's like, my friend fell out. They're like, mm, we don't <laughs> <Yeah>. believe him. <laughs> like, what? You didn't see him get on and not come yeah. off? Um, it did say when the paramedics arrived, Mark was unconscious and he was rushed to the hospital with severe head trauma and put on a ventilator. The teenager died four days later, having never regained consciousness. Dang. That's so crazy. And then the the second accident is the one we talked about first of the 48-year-old named Dolly Regina Young. So that's crazy that the, the teenager died first. And I bet because he was a teenage mm-hmm. boy and they do stupid things that they were like, nah, it's fine. But then a 48-year-old lady does basically the same thing. And they're like, oh, gotta yeah. gotta change the seatbelts. I'm trying to think because like they've changed the seatbelts and the seat style recently. Um, so I'm assuming it's probably another safety measure. Let me see if this says anything about how she died i'm surprised like people don't die on like splash mountain oh. I, I don't know if anybody ever has yeah because that one doesn't have seatbelts like you can just get up and like get out yeah. if you want you to. can literally yeet yourself out at any point yeah so i'm like i don't know how people have like not died on that ride I'm always scared that, like, I'm going to fly out of that ride, even though I know I'm not. Oh, okay. So, apparently, for, what did I say her name was? Dolly. It says mm-hmm. that, I think this is another person's perspective. So, somebody named Helen witnessed it, and she told the police she remembered seeing a female bouncing on her back on the tracks moments after oh my God. presumably falling from her sled. For a moment, Helen said it looked like Young was trying to get up. 33 seconds after Young fell from her bobsled, the next ride vehicle came around the corner. So this must have been the family that was maybe in the same car or a car behind her. But that, so I don't know why people are trying to stand up on the Matterhorn. Yeah, um, don't do yeah. that. At that ride, like I can barely sit down on that ride. I don't know how people are standing up. It must be so scarring. So apparently there was a family from British Columbia in the car that like was coming oh after and they gosh. thought it was a prop. And then they realized that <gasps> it wasn't a prop. It was an actual person and they hit her. Oh my And that's what God. killed her. So she didn't die from the fall. She died from getting hit by the second bobsled. Dang. I, <laughs> I would, if I was those people, I would also see Disney. Yeah. For, like, emotional damages. Like, what? I came... I spent... I mean, I'm. it was a lot cheaper back in the day. But, but still, like, still, still spent money yeah. to go there. And then you just, you know, run somebody over and your bobsled? Like, no. I would not... You're going to give me some compensation for that, please. Yeah. That's... I know it wasn't, like... <laughs> like... But, I don't know. That's insane. But, yeah, I remember hearing about that, too. Like, cause you know the creepy things. Mm-hmm. Though, when, once you hear one creepy thing, it seems they all come out of the woodwork. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but like stuff, like I don't know, I don't know. It's so weird. Um, I also feel like there was a Disney. Like I always hear stuff about the back lot. I feel like there was a a, a mm. back lot. I always see like 
the creepy like abandoned like a tr- animatronic oh that was my gosh out. yeah we already know that i have beef with like like water animatronics <laughs> we have like beef i have like beef with but like abandoned animatronics i also don't like like they're real creepy um no i mean i would take i would rather be in a room full of abandoned like creepy animatronics than like in like the jungle cruise <laughs> Like, my biggest fear is falling into the water of the Jungle Cruise and being in the water with, the, with those animatronics. With the hippos I would literally, I think I would, di- I, I would probably, I would probably have a heart attack. <laughs> I, like, I would die from a heart attack because, like, my body would just give up. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't, I think, I don't know if it's true. And I don't think if it's, I don't think it's a creepypasta, but I think it's for Disney World. That there's like it's like a city above a city kind of thing, where it's like they have this whole like underground network that their employees oh, and stuff can that. walk around. But like, I guess if you get injured, you basically get to like go down there and they take you to their emergency area or whatever. Oh, um, that sounds creepy. I also know somebody died on the big boat. Um, I don't know what it's called. You know which one I'm talking about? And is- the one in Tom Sawyer's oh, River. Yeah, the like that the river boat? boat. Like I think, yeah, because I think something like I think one of the like anchors or something snapped and like hit the guy in oh. the head. Yeah, on like that big boat. Like um, I remember like hearing about it, and then my mom like made me ride that stupid boat, and I was like, You're so like scared. I hate this. I don't know why my mom was like obsessed with all that shit in the like that river, <laughs> like that little yes. that little river that Disney has. My mom loved all that stuff. She in always there. made us do the. She always like we can do the canoes, um, or we yeah. cannot. My mom loved that. I don't know why nobody likes that. Do they even still have yes. them? I, I look at it. So. They yes, do because every time I look when we go, I look at it and I, I think, think yes. It? Why would I they don't do that? know. Also, why is LA Times all of a sudden being annoying? They're like, you can't read this. You want to pay for this? Uh, fine, I'll find somebody else. But I was looking up the. Uh... Oh my gosh. Flashy, my sweet kitten. Ooh, what is this? Oh no, that's not funny. Never mind. Mm, not that any of this is funny, but it's not. It's not creepy pasta <laughs> entertainment, you know? Yeah. It's not funny. It's not funny. Right, Flash? Ain't that right? <laughs> no words to say right now. <laughs> She's like, um, are you talking to me? My cat has one brain cell. Don't look at me. You know, when I t- I just googled Disneyland riverboat death, right? Um, apparently, this is the one I said that was not funny because it involves a disabled person. Um, but uh, it is your worst fear because she died in the water of the Jungle Cruise. Oh, heck so no. Casey would have also instantly died. Um, I would have instantly died. My heart would have just given out something or like one of the like you know those like ropes on the mm-hmm. thing on the boat i don't know i'm not a boat person don't ask me questions about the anatomy of a boat <laughs> okay so this know. one says it was in 1999 on christmas eve 
Oh, heck <laughs> yeah. no. So it says a deadly Christmas Eve accident at Disneyland happened because a park employee who lashed the tall ship Columbia to the dock didn't realize the vessel was moving too fast. So it says normal procedure when the ship is coming in too fast is to not secure the mooring line. Um, overshoot the dock and then reverse gently into its proper position. Um... Ah, the mooring line pulled taut, then ripped an eight-pound metal cleat out of the ship's bow. <gasps> the rope shattered Carpenter's foot as it whipsawed around and then flung the cleat 15 feet into a crowd waiting to board the ship. <gasps> oh my gosh, that is terrifying. So it was a, it was a crowd it, member. So the report said he died of a brain hemorrhage and skull fracture. Holy. The flying cleat struck him in the face and the neck tearing away part of his jaw oh my god dude Heck yeah no. his wife i guess also got hit <gasps> but she survived she had severe head injuries and partially paralyzed face dang that's oh do you have something to say flash no she has something to say yeah. <laughs> she's so annoying tonight i don't know why <laughs> she's like extra annoying She's like, yeah. Get out of here. See, but this sounds so sus. This is from... Hold on. Kitsap Sun. I don't know where they're based. I don't know if they're any good. But uh, yes, Flash, I know. I should get credible sources. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) But it says that a police detective who responded... Ow! (laughs) She just bit me again. My God! I'm not touching... I'm not petting her anymore. She's irritating me. Uh, It said that uh, the police were told to wait in a conference room for a considerable time before being allowed to enter the park and examine the scene at the Frontierland Dock. And then, by the time they got there, the scene had been cleaned up by Disneyland personnel, and the evidence had already been moved before the detective was permitted access. So, yeah, see that. Yeah, no evidence was collected because Disneyland had insisted on retaining it. And then the evidence, which (laughs) yeah, the evidence, including the thing that struck the person, was broken in two. And uh, was released four days later. Four days. Disney, Dang. what are you doing? Trying to cover up their Obviously. Mess. I read a thing. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked. That's okay. Here. This whole this, podcast. For an hour. Have we really? Oh yeah. my gosh. It didn't feel like an hour. Um, Anyways, derail. Okay, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read this thing that cast members point with two fingers mm-hmm. because Walt Disney had like a cigarette in his hand oh. and they photoshopped it out. So he like is like pointing with two fingers because there's supposed to be like a cigarette in his hands, but they like photoshopped the cigarette out. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, if you work for Disney tell us, and you listen to our podcast, tell us. Also, Tell us the speaking truth. of Walt, did you remember that crazy story? And it floats around every once in a while of his like 
cryogenically frozen at one point it was just his head and then it ended up being his whole oh, body yeah. is supposed to be underneath disneyland Ew, yeah uh, ew, I don't and like i'm that. like why and then especially when it was just his head i was like why what what Ew. is that gonna do for yeah, like, you what does that do you can't like extract <laughs> like, the thoughts or anything out of his head <laughs> um now i want to google disneyland point with two fingers two <laughs> why do disneyland employees point with two fingers It says, in his later years, Walt Disney was a chain smoker who rarely visited Disneyland mm. without a cigarette in his hand. Because he didn't want to put the cigarette <laughs> down, the legend goes he would point out the landmarks with two fingers. By echoing his actions, today's cast members are following his lead. Oh, so maybe that's just because he had like the cigarette in his hand. Yeah, so he just... And like, yeah, need two you just fingers. point. Um, also, I feel like it's very much considered rude to point with just one finger just in general and so that's why that? yeah it's considered I guess it's considered sense. rude because it's almost like you're telling him to like go over there kind of thing i was told this as somebody mm-hmm. who works in a very customer-based retail store um mm-hmm. that has a lot of people all the time and so they're always like just gesture with your hand or use two fingers or something that's not just one finger pointing and i was just like oh okay but so I wonder if that's also part of it too, is they were just like, oh, mm, it's less rude maybe. this way. Yeah. But I think that was a, I mean, that was a pretty good episode. So I think that we could, uh, yeah, we could wrap it up here. Wrap it up here. Alrighty. So that is it for this creepy, spooky season episode. Um, as per usual, we derailed into all kinds of topics. But honestly, if you're listening to the podcast thus far, you should know that by now. Yes. Make sure to do all the things that we want you to do. Yeah, do all the <laughs> do all the things. Follow us, subscribe, tell your animals. Um we do have our special guest star Flash every once in a while, so um subscribe for uh for her and for her very loud input from other rooms. Um maybe she was in yeah, the back room. I told her she needed to get a job. <laughs> this yeah. is her job. And she needed a job. So she This is it. Um is joining yeah. us. Yeah. This is her yeah, job. she's so help us so help her pay yeah. the bills, okay? She's the star power of this podcast. Um yeah. <laughs> so don't forget to follow us here, follow us on Instagram, TikTok. We are also doing spooky season. Oh, there she is, the queen herself. Um <laughs> We are also doing Spooky Season over on my YouTube channel. Uh, the By the time this goes up, yeah, it'll still just be... We have one video I played through Five Nights at Freddy's um, as somebody who doesn't Yay. like horror um, and is very bad at video games. I played through Casey and Wyatt both joined me so that they could laugh at my screams of things that I knew were coming, and I screamed anyways. And then uh, tomorrow, the first hide and shriek episode will be going up. Uh, It might be uh, a double downer because the first time we filmed hide and shriek, uh, I wasn't able to actually play. I just got to (laughs) sit and watch Casey go in and out of rooms. Um, So you might get both. You might just get that first hilarious one. Um, So go over there, subscribe to that. 
and we will see you guys in the next episode. So goodbye. Goodbye.